Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. That sounded kind of rough. I'm sorry. I, I think I'm battling uh, some sort of little cold. I'm finding off a cold. You guys ever have that situation where you sound really kind of rough, yet you don't feel that bad? That, that's kind of how I am now. Like, I've got some sinus stuff going on, and my voice sounds a little odd. You may be like, wait a minute. Is this the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast? Am I in the right place? My voice sounds odd, but I really don't feel that bad. So, Please bear with me. Thank you so much for being here. This is episode number 273, and I appreciate your time today. We are going to talk about different weight loss approaches. I thought about entitling this episode, How to Avoid Stress and Burnout When Trying to Lose Weight, because depending on which weight loss approach you take, and for many of you, if you're listening to this podcast, right, you're going to try to lose weight in the new year. It's a New Year's resolution. It's the perfect time for it. But depending on which weight loss approach you take, you are either set up for a lot of stress and maybe burnout, or you're set up for smoother sailing, for a lot more success. Another way to think of this, or I think I might have wound up entitling it three diets that lead to stress and burnout, it's really not so much about a diet. It's more our, our overall approach, and I'll explain more in just a moment. But first, very quickly, before we get too deep into this episode, if you like this podcast, oh my goodness, you will absolutely love the free live interactive class that I'm doing on Thursday, January 11th at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. You can go to everybodyhatesdiets.com to register for that. I mentioned it on the last episode, and I just wanted to circle back around again. So, it, again, it's as simple as this. If you like this podcast, you'll love that class. We're going to get to hang out. I'm going to teach you some of the most important stuff that I know about losing weight, really help you to be set up for the most success possible in the new year, and then we'll just hang out, and I'll be happy to answer in any and all of your questions. EverybodyHatesDiets.com. Go to that link. Click there. Register Thursday, January 11th. It's, it's like about three weeks from now. Thursday, January 11th at 8 p.m. You can also find that link down in the show notes. Okay? Okay. Now, let's get into this episode. So, after about 20, I don't know, almost 25 years of being in the fitness and weight loss world and coaching and training just countless numbers of people... I've noticed there are patterns in how people go after their goals. And I'm not talking about specific diets or workouts. I'm talking about the overall approach to losing weight. And whether you realize it or not, you probably routinely take a very similar approach to what you've always done. It might be a different diet or a different exercise program, but your mindset, your approach, the way you view the program, the way you go about taking action, how you prepare or maybe don't prepare... All of that comes together to create a certain overall approach. And from my experience, there are three primary approaches. And there's, I'm sure there are different categories and there are different little variations of these, but I really believe you'll find yourself in one of these three approaches. And sadly, all of them have some major flaws, and they will probably leave you in the same place you've always been, either with very little results or just burnout and primed for rebound weight gain. 
So you can do whatever diet or workout or weight loss program you like. But here's the thing. If your overall approach is wrong, then you're kind of doomed. And I hate to say it that way, but it's I've just seen it so many times throughout my career. So think of it this way. Imagine you had a pilot trying to land a plane, okay? Now the plane is amazing. It's fully functional. There's nothing wrong with it. It's state of the art. But the pilot is steering the plane, right? They're piloting the ship and they're going too fast and they're coming in at a bad angle to the runway and they're not communicating with, you know, ground control. In other words, their approach is all off. It's not the plane's fault. The plane is fine. The plane is fully functional. It's the pilot's approach that's screwing everything up. Now, if we jump into the weight loss world, it may not be the diet's fault. Some diets, yes, it's their fault. They they just stink, okay? And some weight loss programs just stink. But it may not be the diet's fault. You're the pilot. And your approach, regardless of what you do, including my Live Life Lose Fat program, your approach might be setting you up to crash and burn. If you have a history of unsuccessful weight loss attempts, then this episode is custom made for you. Today, I'll share the three approaches that I've seen so often, and then I'll explain a different way to go after your weight loss goals this new year. And this approach is by far the most successful. It's different, and it's kind of counterintuitive, but it's just it just straight up works, and it's what we use in my coaching group, okay? So I'm going to walk you through that. Now let's get into this. What are these three weight loss approaches? The first is what I call a guess and checker. <laughs> this is the person who tries to do it on their own. Even though they don't realize it, they kind of haphazardly try a bunch of different things. Just hoping something will work, something will stick, and then seeing if you know they can move forward with it. Maybe they read an article about how bread is bad and bread makes you fat, right? So they try cutting out all bread, and they weigh themselves every day or every few days to see if it's working. And if they lose some weight, great, yay, then they try to keep it going. But we all know how it ends, don't we? Either the weight loss stops and they get frustrated and quit, or they get sick of never eating bread or sugar or not eating after 5 p.m. or whatever, and then they can't keep it up, so they quit. And then <laughs> they eventually circle back around and try it again or try something else. It's time to guess and check again, and then the whole cycle just repeats itself. Guess and check, maybe get some results, maybe not, get frustrated, quit, and let's do it again, and let's do it again. But it can be a lot of different things within this cycle. It might not be food-related. The guess-and-check approach also relates to workouts and supplements as well. This person might see an advertisement for a special workout program or piece of exercise equipment that will melt off the pounds. So they decide to combine that with some supplement that their friend recommends that is supposed to fix insulin sensitivity or lower cortisol or balance your hormones. That's the new really popular one. And then this thing is, this supplement is going to help you specifically lose fat off of your midsection. It's going to help you lose that stubborn belly fat. Oh, sounds amazing, right? So they combine the fat melting workout with the belly fat burning supplement. And then they weigh themselves every day or every few days. And they're checking themselves out in the mirror to see if it's working. And if they lose some weight, then they try to keep it going. But when all is said and done, it's the exact same guess and check approach that I just explained. Either the weight loss eventually stops or slows down and they get frustrated and quit, or they just get sick. They get not sick like me, not, not a cold. They just get sick and tired of what they're doing. They get sick of it and they quit. I also like to call this the Frankenstein method because that's really what it is. 
often guessing checkers will end up combining different elements of different diets to create their own Frankenstein diet. It's like, okay, I'm doing keto, but I'm having a few carbs with it, which is not keto, by the way, but I'm still not eating any bread. And then I'm going to have certain supplements that I like from someone, you know, some previous weight loss challenge that I did, plus a few tablespoons of apple cider vinegar. And, you know, I'm going to do that tone and trim workout plan that I saw from that Instagram influencer. And look, if this works for you, then great. But my experience says it's usually the same old cycle again and again. It either doesn't work at all, and the person will just get frustrated and quit, or they just get sick of it. They get sick of what they're doing, and they quit. And then eventually they start it all over again. If this is your pattern, congratulations. (laughs) Now you know what's going on. Keep listening. I'll help you sort it out. The second approach that I've kind of identified over my years of experience is what I call the super motivated sparkler. These people are excited. They're going to do it all and they're going to change everything. Lose 30 pounds, lower cholesterol, eat better, exercise every single day, fit in those old jeans, quit yelling at the kids, start journaling, get more sleep, get more done, get a new hairstyle, clean out the closet, cure cancer, change jobs, keep the house more organized, and you know, just live their all-around best life. All good, no bad, like something that you would see in a great Hallmark movie. <laughs> and this approach in these people are typically driven and fueled by positive energy and feelings of motivation and the high that we get, that we all get, from the possibility of all the amazing things that we can possibly, potentially accomplish. Now, that's great. I love it. It, it, it. It's exciting, right? It gets me excited, too. So you're excited. I'm excited. We're all excited and motivated and ready to crush this diet and change the world until the rubber meets the road. Things get real. Things get hard. Oh, and oh yeah, um, life. <laughs> we forgot about life. Life happens. Or maybe you just mess up. And then suddenly you realize it's not like some perfect feel-good movie. Or eventually you just lose steam. All that positive energy starts to decline and you don't feel super motivated anymore. Because trust me, that is going to happen eventually. It happens to all of us. And then what? That's the problem. That's why I call this approach a sparkler. I can usually spot a sparkler a mile away. It's just like the popular firework. They get all fired up and they burn really bright and then suddenly they're gone. They fade away really quickly. Sparklers will do anything for a few days or maybe even a week or two. Work out twice per day? Sure. Eat nothing but broccoli and wheatgrass and chia seeds? No problem. Take ice-cold showers to increase your metabolism? Done. If that's what i got to do to get results, I'll do it. Even though they might not see it or realize it, deep down they feel like they've got to hurry up and get results before their motivation runs out. Super-motivated sparklers are the people who might say stuff like, you know, I usually do really well, but I just never can stick to anything. Like, I always lose my motivation. They also tend to be deeply entrenched with all-or-nothing thinking. And this can lead to a lot of initial excitement and maybe even some great progress, but it almost never leads to what they really want, which is true, long-term, life-changing progress. Deep down, sparklers can be kind of a stressed mess because of all their false starts and failed attempts. But there's also another type of stress mess approach that's kind of the polar opposite of the 
super motivated sparkler. It's on the opposite end of the spectrum. And this is our third approach to losing weight. I call it the paralyzed perfectionist planner. These people overanalyze everything. They can't get started until they know everything about everything. They can't get started until they've researched every potential diet out there, then chosen one, studied everything there is to know about it, read the book, watched all the videos, taken all the notes, maybe even created a special little binder or notebook for this particular weight loss plan. And then they clean out their cabinets. They bought buy nothing but food that fits their new plan, ordered a new Instapot because their old one wasn't big enough to food prep for this diet. They bought new workout clothes and shoes, reorganized their Tupperware drawer, and collected a bunch of new recipes that fit the new diet plan. Ah, but hold on, wait. I still can't get started because I'm waiting for my new shoes to be delivered from Amazon and I can't start exercising until I have those. Ah, wait, okay. The shoes got here, but they don't fit quite right. Dang it. I guess I'll have to just wait until maybe next week to start. That's okay. That'll give me time. I'll study the book a little more. I'll watch a few more lessons and and you know, I'll learn the exercise program a little better and I'll make sure I know exactly what I should be doing uh, on down the line in week six or seven, even though I haven't even started week one. Ah, look at that. I see. Okay, I need an exercise ball and some coconut oil by week seven. So I better go ahead and order those now. Man, I'm so glad I reviewed everything and I saw that. I'll be ready for week seven when it comes along. Okay, I got my new shoes, the exercise ball, the Instapot, the coconut oil. They're all here. I've grocery shopped and I've created my cookbook and I have my cute little notebook and binder. It's awesome and I'm ready to rock. I will start next Monday. <laughs> oh my goodness. One of two things usually happens with paralyzed perfectionist planners and none of this is an indictment or a judgment on any of you. I am guilty of some of these same things myself in different areas of life. We're all just humans doing our best, okay? But one of two things will usually happen with paralyzed perfectionist planners. Number one, they either get into this perpetual cycle of putting off starting for one reason or another. Winter's too cold, so I'll wait till spring. Spring's too busy, so I'll wait till summer. Summer's too hot and full of travel, and the kids are out of school, so I'll wait till fall. Oh, fall is too hectic and crazy getting the kids back into school, so I can't do it then. There's always something. There's always something going on. There's always something to be done. There's always something else they can study or learn. And so they keep putting it off. And then months later, they eventually look back on their dust-covered notebook and still don't feel quite ready because it's been so long. And now they need to reread everything and prepare all over again. So that's the first thing that can happen to paralyzed perfectionist planners. They literally almost get kind of paralyzed, and they just perpetually put this off. The second thing that can happen is they actually do get started, but they're constantly second-guessing everything they're doing because they're way more interested in perfection than progression. And that's just exhausting. The weight of perfection will wear you out, and it will leave you with nothing to show for it except exhaustion. And then to make matters worse, once they mess up just a little, it's like a blemish on their perfect week, which just feels kind of unbearable. Because I put in all this prep, like, this should, I should be able to do this. So then, they'll just start over fresh Monday. Does that sound familiar to anyone? It's the complete opposite of the sparkler. Sparklers are full of nothing but hope. Not much planning, very little thinking through things. Just plow ahead because I'm so excited and I can change everything and I can do it all. Perfectionist planners, on the other hand, even though we have to dig a little to see this, they might not have a lot of hope. Because they're paralyzed. They have a lack of confidence because they have a lack of action. And they have no action because their brain says, look, hey, 
anything you do, it better be right. And right is just a code word for perfect. And like I just said, perfection is exhausting and it leaves you with nothing to show for all the the attempts that you've made. So that's our second type of stressed mess. <laughs> that's our that's our third overall approach and, and our second one that I would put in the category that would just leave you as a stressed mess. Now, our final approach to losing weight is what I call the anti-diet method. And even though we don't quite realize it, everything I've explained thus far is an example of the on-off, all-or-nothing mentality. you got to go all in. You've got to be fully committed. If I'm going to do it, then I'm going to do it right. I'll get on a new workout program and never miss a day. I'll get on that new weight loss supplement. I'm going to get on a diet this new year to achieve my goals. Now, here's the problem. By getting on a diet or any sort of program, you may change the scales in the short term. But you don't change your life or mindset or habits in the long term. And that's what we really want, right? That is exactly why I call this final approach the anti-diet method. And it's exactly why I love it, because it helps people escape the typical diet mentality that keeps them so firmly entrenched in that all-or-nothing on-off cycle. And it finally helps them to change their life long term. This method has elements from the other approaches, but it also has some very unique qualities. So yeah, people are excited and they have hope when they do this, but they don't feel rushed. They don't rush in too fast. They want to do things right, of course, and they might sometimes lean towards perfectionism if they're not careful, but they don't put off starting. And they don't beat themselves up and quit when they slip up or mess up a little bit. The anti-diet method is paced, it's realistic, and it's grounded. None of the other opportunities, none of the other approaches have any of those. With the anti-diet method, you pace yourself. You don't try to do too much too soon. You know, this is a marathon. It's not a sprint. It's a process that takes time. And eventually, you become realistic, and you know, hey, I'm going to mess up. It's just a part of life. No one's perfect and neither am I. Life happens, stuff happens, but that doesn't keep me from starting and it doesn't keep me from moving forward. And then lastly, you're grounded. Yes, I want to lose weight and I want to be healthier and have more energy, but my entire life and my entire worth doesn't hinge on it. Losing weight will enhance my life but not make or break my life or happiness. That's what being grounded is all about. Sparklers may look at this anti-diet approach and think it's too slow and it would never help them accomplish their big, inspiring goals. Perfectionist planners, they may look at this approach and think it's too loose and unorganized and it would just drive them crazy, which is kind of ironic because these are the same people that either never get started or start, mess up, quit over and over and over again, yet they're resistant <laughs> to step outside of that and try anything else, to try anything new. But my friends, here's the truth. It's the best approach if you want what I call forever success. True, long-term, life-changing results that don't just change the scales for a few days or a week or two, but change you, change your life long-term. Look, right now, I'm going to help you figure out which approach you've been taking. There's a good chance as I went through these, you're like, oh, that's me. I'm a paralyzed perfectionist player. Oh, I'm a sparkler. Oh, I'm a guessing checker. Oh, my gosh, Corey, you nailed it. There's a good chance you know, but let me just give you some statements that will help you better understand where you are in all of this, okay? So here we go. 
If you feel like you've worked so hard and it's just not fair. If you're so confused by all the conflicting, confusing information, keto, intermittent fasting, intuitive eating, macro tracking, Beachbody, Atkins, Whole30, it's like so many people saying so many different things that it's hard for you to decide what's right or what's best. Like you want to do what's right, you want to do what's best, but you don't even know what it is. Maybe you're just sick of extreme diets and quick fixes and a lot of the times you just feel overwhelmed by all the pressure that comes with that. Yet, if you're honest, you're stuck on a number and that's, oh, the scale, it, it dominates your headspace and it, it does kind of set your mood for the day sometimes. And deep down, you want to be less stressed when it comes to eating and your relationship with food, but you have no idea how to go about that or how to do it. Maybe you just feel like it shouldn't be this hard and there's got to be an easier, simpler way to lose weight that will fit into your life. If any of those apply to you, then you've been taking the guessing check or one of the stressed mess approaches. Whether you realize it or not, you keep taking a very similar approach. You may try different diets or different plans or different programs, but you're taking a very similar on-off approach to weight loss success, and it just never really works long-term. And it probably leaves you feeling, like I said, like a stressed mess, like a failure who's got to start all over again and figure it all out because it didn't work last time. Where am I screwing up? When am I finally going to break through and actually do this? If this is you and you want to lose weight, feel better, have more energy, regain your confidence, and take control of this area of your life, then here's what I recommend. Right now. Don't wait. Right now. Go to everybodyhatesdiets.com and register for my free live interactive class on Thursday, January 11th. It's 8 p.m. Eastern time. Look, if you want to lose weight and not gain it back and make 2024 different than all the other years and all the other New Year's resolutions and all the other failed attempts, then you're crazy not to take advantage of this. It's basically going to be like a free coaching call with me. We'll start with a little teaching and then I'll move into questions. I'm going to explain what the diet industry teaches you and tries to trick you with. I'm going to tell you three huge mistakes that will keep you from losing weight. And then we're going to delve deeper into what I just talked about briefly, the anti-diet method. This is what I use with my clients. I'm going to tell you exactly what we do, why we do it, and how we do it. And then I'll explain who the anti-diet approach is perfect for and then who it's not right for, who should definitely not do it because there are some people in that category. And then I'll answer, as I said, any and all of your questions. So go to everybodyhatesdiets.com and register Thursday, January 11th at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Put it on your calendar. Put it on your calendar and attend. If you don't attend, I, I, I've never sent out replays to these. So put it on your calendar. Plan to be there. I can't wait to see you. I can't wait to say hello and to answer your questions and help you be set up for incredible success in the new year. Okay? Okay. That link is down in the show notes. That's it from me. I hope this episode was helpful. I hope you'll share it with someone, maybe discuss it. Now let's wrap up like we always do. Always remember and never forget there's more to you than what you weigh. I hope there's more to me than how my voice sounds. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Thank you for hanging with me. There's more to you than what you weigh, my friend. The scales never tell the whole story. They rarely tell the truth. You are more than a number on a little stupid machine, my friend. And losing weight is really all about gaining life and living the life you've always wanted. And I know you can do it. I believe in you 100%. Even if you don't believe in yourself, that's okay. It's all right. You keep coming back. Keep listening. I'll keep working on you. And we will get you there, okay? Thank you so much for your time today. Much love. 
Take care. God bless. Bye-bye.